0: The Ryan Reese Show from From Southern California. 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 This is The Ryan Reese Show. Post your questions using at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Are you ready? All right. Right now, I'm looking at my Instagram, and I'm looking at the profile of Zao one Z-A-O-O-N-E. Yes. That's you, the artist. Zao Damien. My good friend, my brother. Yeah, love you, man. Oh man. So we were just in tour or on tour. Yeah, <laughs> we were just. Uh, was that our first tour? No, we did a date up in Northern California, oh, yeah. but then our first actual tour, uh-huh. we went to Idaho uh, Falls to go do some skate contest. Yeah, how, how was that being on a being on a tour? I mean, you, you've been involved in ministry and art and skateboarding your whole life. Yeah, no, it was that one was good. You know, like um,
1: it, it, it was just. Um, it's good to get back into it you know like especially after the pandemic and me being on the streets so much and then for a year not being on the streets like i was just like wanting to be back on the streets again and i was praying about it like god like get me back out there you know and then just as i was praying you sent me a message you know of like hey like do you want to be involved in this tour and i was just like thank you jesus you know like and so um going out there was i've never been to idaho um the skate park was dope. the people were cool, yeah, but just yeah. like like just seeing what God was doing in in the kids at the skate park and and even just seeing so many Mormon kids, you know, like mm-hmm. like come to come into church and come into jesus and then and then trying to figure out that like, wait, how does this work if i I don't have to do anything, you know, like 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 to receive jesus, I don't have to do anything once I receive Jesus, it was just just seeing them being set free from from trying and religion and all these, this, this bondage. It was really cool. Really cool.
0: You know, it's interesting. I don't know if you were on the group text. You might've been, but I got a DM from a kid that was a, a Mormon kid yeah. at the event. And he said, once we started talking about Jesus, yeah, that his mom made him leave, but he got a sticker and he ended up like you heard the testimony, yeah. right? Of the gospel. He already heard the gospel, but during the prayer, when we were asking people to receive Jesus, they, they got in the car and leave left, but he ended up DMing me and goes, Hey, uh, my mom d- doesn't know, but she's like, I gave my life to Jesus that day. Um, I prayed, uh, when you guys were praying, I heard it and I prayed and he's like, all I know is something happened to me that day and I've never felt so good in yeah, my life. And so he's good. like, I want more of this. Uh, uh, what do I got to do? What do I got to read? Yeah. So I told him about the Bible, the Holy Bible to, yeah. to get the Bible. I plugged him into the radio shows like, like this and, uh, to the gospels of John online. And, um, it was uh, just incredible. And then, do you remember the story of that? Remember that one guy that showed up on the motorcycle? Uh, There's that one guy that showed up on oh, his yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. They were riding yeah, yeah, by? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just because
0: he saw a bunch of cars? Yeah. And then he showed up. Yeah. And then he ended up being some gnarly, like, like BMX guy doing yep. flips. and He yep. won a bunch of money. And then he ended up getting wrecked by the Holy Spirit. Oh, him and his, so his, his, so uh, his girlfriend got saved. Yeah. And then we took him to dinner. Yeah. It's like that's, the Jesus that's, story. That's
1: what this is all about, you know? <laughs> that, that's why... That's why I love what God's doing through the Whosoever's because it, it, it's you go to places and you meet these kids that would never come to church and they're getting saved within a couple of days of hanging out with them just meeting Jesus for the first time mm-hmm. they like I, I, I love that that's the best part about being in the streets being in like the the dirty areas you know it's just they would never expect to meet Jesus and the next thing you know that they're giving life to God and it's just it's the best I love it
0: just the rawest kids too that would never yeah. never do it yeah. And then I do want to thank you personally on, on, on the radio and say, I want to thank you for uh, calling me and let me know that I had COVID. Oh,
1: yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. We, we got COVID from that trip. <laughs>
0: we did. Yes. We did. Yeah. But you know what? Hey, that phone call, that text was great yeah. because I got to like isolate totally. away from my family. Yeah, yeah. And that was it.
1: Yeah, I came home. <laughs> the next day. He's the one that gave me go. Yeah, I came on the next day. Or not day. gave it to nah, me. But totally, we got it together. Totally. It was me. It was me. Was no, just, it, wasn't, <laughs> no someone, it wasn't. Someone spread it. Yeah, no, we got it out there. We got it out there yeah. for sure. I don't know how, but exactly. we got it out there. And I just remember having a headache, and I was just like, oh, it's just from traveling. Yeah. And then my body felt kind of weak, and I was like, this isn't something different. So I tested. Yeah, uh
0: huh. <laughs> and I let well, everybody know. It worked out. It was, it was, uh, we made it through. Yes. Thank God it was pretty easy. But yep. um, yeah, here we are going for it. So, D, I met you. I'm trying to think when I met you, man. I, who did I meet you through? I remember meeting you. Were skating. Um, you were skating that 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 Christian skateboard company boards, and I met yeah. you at a demo or something. Yeah, st- or some event somewhere. And you, I remember you introduced yourself to me. But you were the team manager at that time, and you were connected to Brian Sumner. Yeah, years yeah. ago.
1: Yeah, I was team manager for Reliance and Siren.
0: Was it the Was it Uli's conference in Florida?
1: No, no, okay. It wasn't there. I gosh, I feel like it was here at something you did with the Whosovers, but it was before that, so that wasn't it. I don't remember the first time we connected, but it was a long time ago. It was a while ago, but
0: we never really we connected, but we didn't like hang out. No, we just no, didn't, it didn't. We didn't. It just no. didn't happen at that and time.
1: And we we have a lot of same friends, same right. friends. So we re- run into each other all the time, and just us being believers and. Into skateboarding and yeah. just into the same stuff. Like we were just like family from the beginning, even though we didn't hang out a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. So every time I got to see you, and it was just like, oh, there's my brother, you know? And it was just always – you always brought a smile to my face wherever it was at. Agenda. <laughs> Heck always, yeah. Yeah, always, yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 Well, we do have one mutual friend. Lopez. Adrian Lopez. Yeah,
1: I love that dude.
0: He's in my book. He's the guy that got uh, – I took him to the Playboy Mansion party for uh, <laughs> the the – Limp Biscuit record release party. Yeah, it was actually me and him. And actually, I was with him the other day. So when he's going to listen to the show. So good, good. Um, I was with him the other day eating, and he told me that that was actually the first day because he got on the team. It was Mm Muska, and then Lopez got on the team. Yeah, and that was the first time we actually like hung out, hung (laughs) out. So like we we did business like like he got on the team. I met him, said hi a couple times, got him his shoes at the office. But that was as far as like a couple minutes hanging out, like nothing, like chilling. Yeah. So then I had an opportunity to go to the Playboy Mansion, and I it was I invited Muska. No, I didn't invite Muska. They invited Musca mm-hmm. and me to come up. And then I called Adrian and I said, "Hey, dude, do you want to come up?" So they said, "Yeah, bring Adrian, bring Muska, bring all those yeah. you know whatever skaters." Yeah. But the only two guys were on the team were those two guys at the wow. time. Yeah. So they were stoked that Lopez and 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 uh, yeah Muska was coming up. So, we went to the Playboy Mansion. was our first time hanging out. Yeah. And, um, you know, two young kids, are like, what, Playboy Mansion, who, what? Does this... a Playboy Mansion's, like, irrelevant. It yeah, is. yeah. But this was a big, this was a huge deal to get in there <laughs> back then. But anyway, we went. And I remember Tommy Lee coming up and seeing, like, Tommy Lee sees Lopez and just walks over. It's like, what's up, dude? Like, fanning out on Lopez. Wow. I was like, what the heck? That's amazing. And then, like, exhibit yeah. rolls up. And it was just like... It, that was a crazy, crazy party. But um, anyway, he got too drunk. He ended up peeing like a the peacock on a peacock, or where the peacocks <laughs> oh, yeah. are. And then at that point, I was like, "Lopes, yo, we gotta go." You because know? yeah. he's not that tall. You know, he's like a, yeah, he's like, yeah. he, you know, like he's not a, he can't drink that too much. You know what I mean? Like you're a bigger guy, you could probably drink more. But you know, we we were we were plastered and we got out of there. And that, that's in my book. Yeah. Um, but that was our first uh, hangout session. But yeah, Lopez, dude, I love him lopez man so i was i was stoked man to, to hang out with him he had nothing but uh good things to say about you when we were when we yeah. were chilling he, he's he's down so we got to get that fool on a tour this is a call out lopez get on a, a whosoever tour with us yes
1: that'd we, be amazing we
0: need we need the tricks so all right man well that that actually kind of leads into how'd you get into art yeah. And because you, you worked with Lopez over at loser machine yeah. and black seas, uh, uh, dark, what did I say? Black seas, dark
1: seas. Yeah. I'm starting black seas. I think that's already been started. I just I just someone, someone tried to copy dark seas.
0: <laughs> um, so you, you work for that company, which is their they're a cool, uh, cool company that Lopez, uh, helped start yeah. and, uh, or started actually, but Prior to that, how'd you even, like, how'd you find God? How'd you get into skating? How'd you get into yeah. art? Because you do some sick paintings and art all over in these really cool downtown L.A. areas and these unique, like, hip areas. Yeah. Um,
1: arts and skateboarding have been a part of my life since I can remember, you know, mm-hmm. being four years old and being into skateboarding and just wanting to draw. And um, those are that, those are actually, like, my two things I can remember from being that young is that and Volkswagens. But those two were, like, just, like, something I've loved my whole life is skateboarding and art, and, and I still do to this day. You know, that that was when I was four. I'm 43 now, so have been skating forever and been doing art forever. Um, growing up in Los Angeles, Culver City, skating Venice Beach a lot, mm. um, seeing the graffiti, seeing all, like, like, lived across the street from some guys that were in a, a – graffiti crew called awr so they introduced me to some of the graffiti letters but just seen it everywhere in la like every, any skate spot that you would go to you would just see graffiti there yep. and all the colors and i loved it mm-hmm. i loved how um just uh even a graffiti piece you know there's there's a lot of bad ones but there's some good ones out there and when you see the good ones you just like i would just study them and i would like just love them and it mm-hmm. would it would actually like bring it would change that area it'd bring some kind of life to that area you know instead yeah, of just cool you know instead of just a gray wall there's like colorful everywhere yeah. so yeah i just just loved it every every skate video you see graffiti in the background it's just something that i loved you know and i would always just draw in a book just draw letters in a book um never did graffiti or tagging illegally mm. um i don't know why i just never did um just, just always did it in books or in my backyard at home in LA, you know, just had some of the friends over and we would just paint in the backyard. Um, but yeah, so just all my whole life, that's all I can remember is skateboarding and art. Actually growing up in Culver City, um, um, I was, uh, I was there until high school, 92, 93. And then we moved out to Orange County, Culver City, got a a little crazy back in the early 90s there was yeah. a, a lot of super gang related mm-hmm. um a lot of gunshots on our street and just my parents wanted to get out of la and they had friends in orange county um and we moved to orange county in 92 i think it was right when i was in high school mm-hmm. and um and that I, I don't know why but when we moved from la to orange county there was a church like maybe walking distance from our house and we just started going to church. Before that, never once been to church.
0: You just started going to church. Yeah, yeah. Like your mom's like, we're going to church.
1: Yeah. I, you know what's crazy is is my parents in L.A. were in Amway, and what's that? It, it's like a like a pyramid thing where like you buy product from this company and then I don't know we just 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 to get like products from them. I don't know how it okay, works. Got it. But then, like, they sign people up underneath them, and they buy it from my parents, and my parents make money off it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I know how that goes. Yeah.
1: But, um, but there was a lot of believers in that. And so they were always speaking life into my parents and talking about God to my parents. And um, I just remember, like, they'd come over to our house in L.A. and see, like, stuff on my wall and tell my parents, hey, that's probably not the best, you know. And it was just, like, Metallica flags. I was super into Metallica mm-hmm. back then. and um, But when we moved to Orange County, like I said, we, Santa Ana, love Santa Ana, Mm -hmm. we moved to Santa Ana, and we started going to church, you know, I, I, before that, we've, I've never even talked about God, never thought about God, you know, just, just, just skateboarding, drawing, and friends, and school, you know, and then when we came to Santa Ana, we started going to that church, still didn't mean anything to me, I just went, made friends there, but, um, in 92 there was right by my high school uh, i went to foothill high school and just down the street from that there was this house and every friday night they had like a hundred skaters there you know and they had like mini ramps in their backyard a little little curb in their backyard and it was just like a hundred skaters would be there and there was no adults there you know it was just all the kids maybe some older kids like some high school kids i mean college kids that were like leading it yeah but um that's where i made a lot of my friends on um and that's actually skateboarding is actually like how God, what God used to to get me to come to Him, you know, to save me. Mm-hmm. It, skateboarding kept me out of drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. because that's all I wanted to do. Yeah, I went to one party in high school and I left within two minutes because I was like, "This is lame," you yeah. know, like I'm going skating. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and um, and so like I've never been drunk, never done drugs, never smoked cigarettes, just like, just because all I wanted to do was skate, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so just, just meeting all those kids at that house in 92 and seeing how they were just cool kids and they loved Jesus, but still, um, still was more of a hangout for me. You know, it wasn't like, like it wasn't, I give my life to Jesus yet, yeah. yet. It was just
0: like, the this relationship was wasn't there me. yet, but, yeah. but God used skating to get you into the environment. Totally. totally. Yeah. Yeah. So during that time, so you're in high school, 1992. So you're skating real small wheels. Yes, big pants. Street. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, I remember those wheels back then. We were I was in Israel uh, and I bought a board out there during that time and did the wheels <laughs> the smaller and, and, the wheel. and oh my gosh, it was just yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. So now and you're doing art at your house. You're skating. Yeah. When did you figure out that like you were going to do this for a living or or that you could act yeah like that you. When was the part when you were like, okay, I can actually make money doing this, and, yeah. and you know, yeah. do my dream? Yeah, so. I mean, but, but but did I get too far ahead because your your no, wife no, no, and no, all no. that
1: stuff? No, this is okay. This okay. is okay. So um, um, still doing art while I'm skateboarding in my books at home when I lived in Santa Ana, mm-hmm. uh, but at that time, um, I became a. Uh, technician, not in high school, but for Mercedes-Benz. I just remember being a technician for Mercedes-Benz. I worked there for 10 years as a technician and was doing art for fun on the side, always always just for fun on the weekends, right. you not know, just painting. Never thought it could be a job. I didn't know people. I didn't, I didn't even know that, that it could be a job. Yeah. You know. I didn't mm-hmm. know you could make money at it. I didn't know being a mural artist is a job, something you could do. I just seen it on buildings but never thought about it. You know. All I knew how to do to make money was work on cars. Right. You know ever since I was a kid, my dad's taught me how to build a house and work on cars, so that he can like explain an engine how it works he didn 't go to school for that he can he can build a house from everything from the floor up and didn't go to school that he just That's knew insane. it so so yeah, so he, everything I learned was from my dad you know and and working on cars, I had to learn how to build a motor I learned how to fix anything on a car, so I worked for mercedes benz as a job and um and so this this in the middle of working at mercedes-benz is um after a certain amount of time of going to church down the street from our house i don't know why but we ended up at calvary chapel costa mesa and um and i this was probably 94 95 right around then He was know?
0: speaking that night or that day uh,
1: it's always been chuck there you know oh, okay so yeah. it was during the okay yeah, i got it. Okay. it it was chuck and um which was a little boring for me in the in the yeah. morning. Sunday oh, totally. Mornings, you know, like yeah, just his voice. I love Chuck now. No, and but I, at that I, time yeah. you're a young kid. Yeah. You're like, who's this
0: old guy? And, and his voice. He's like you a know? grandpa. Yeah,
1: and he just talks so slow and uh, and I, but man, that smile I could still see it. Yeah. Gosh, I love Chuck. But no, anyways, I know what you're saying. Yeah, and then it was Danny O'Neill in the high school group on Wednesday nights, um, and he was awesome. But still, just friends wasn't anything to me. You know, like yeah. I went there. And and it was just friends. I I I I know that if I would to, I gave my life to Jesus then, uh, but I didn't feel anything on the inside. I didn't
0: hear God when I read the Bible. It wasn't alive to me. Yeah. Um, Wait, why do you think? So you gave your life to Jesus. Do you think it was like you just went through the motion, but it wasn't like sincere? Yeah. At yeah. that time.
1: Yeah. I, I went through the motions. I did what Christians do. I gave my life to Jesus. I w- anytime I'd go skateboarding, I was telling people about Jesus. But it was like, it, it, it was like, um, I guess you would say, like, led by religion instead of Holy Spirit, because I would do it because this is what the church says to do. I would do it because this is what Christians did. Mm-hmm. But that's why I would do it. You mm-hmm. know, like, so I was doing it just because these people are doing it. So I, I, that must be what I have to do. And, um, it was never like, um, like Holy Spirit saying, Hey, go speak to that guy or just go speak to that guy or go pray with that guy. It, It wasn't that it was just, this is what I do because I'm a Christian and I'm not saying that's bad, but wasn't good at the same time, you know,
0: wasn't authentic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so, um, I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure like I was saved if I, if something happened and I passed, I know I'd yeah. be in heaven. Yeah. But it just wasn't alive inside of me. Mm-hmm. And um, um, after maybe four years of being at Calvary, Costa Mesa, um, I was super into punk rock, hardcore music, went through a little, I, I mean, went through a, a straight-edge phase in high school and college. It's not a phase. I, I still love it. You know, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a crazy straight-edge kid person that
0: but you're like full seven yeah
1: but but yeah at that time I was you know um and uh it just went along with what I did you know I loved hard music I didn't do drugs and I love skateboarding like it just made sense to hang out with those kids you know Mm -hmm. um and then just like I said about mid-90s we ended up at Calvary Chapel Tustin it was closer to our house Mm -hmm. and that's um Barry Stagner he's still there um um and I just remember becoming best friends with the youth pastor, worship leader there, and his name's Bryce. He actually went to Africa, started a church out there for 10 years. He just came back like two months ago, and now he lives in my neighborhood. Gnarly. So we're like hanging out again. But yeah, um, so I just remember one time just reading my Bible outside of church, <clears throat> which is super important. And I would see stuff that I wasn't seeing at the church. You know, like like I was seeing stuff that I was reading where, like, I was praying for people. People were praying for people. They were getting healed from diseases, uh, just, just the, the speaking in tongues, all this stuff, like just like prophetic gifts. And mm. I was seeing this, and I'm like— Outside of church. Outside of church, yeah. I was seeing this in the Bible, in yeah. the Bible. In the Bible, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, God, why don't I see that in my life? You know, right. like, like I, don't, I don't understand this, you know, and I don't see this at church on Sunday mornings. I see four songs of worship. I see a message, another song, and then we leave.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, nothing wrong with that. But yeah. um, and I just remember going to a worship night one time, and at Cover Chapel, Tustin, and just being in the back row and just worshiping Jesus. And I don't know what happened at the time. Like just something just happened to me where I just felt God's presence, and I couldn't stop crying. And I was like, what is happening? I like that feeling. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's, that's a, a good one. one. Yeah. So that that was the first time it happened to me, that's though. That's sick. And, and
0: you're tripping out because you're like, why is this? Yeah, what, what is this? What is, you this? What is you know, this? What's
1: happening? And I didn't understand it because <laughs> I, I, I just didn't, you know. And then when I was leaving, I was talking to, or not even talking, the youth pastor, my friend Bryce, asked me a question, and I couldn't talk. And I was like, what is this? You know, like, I can't talk, you know. And it was just like, I just felt like, just God and I was like well, I didn't feel like God but I felt God's presence, the presence and I was yeah. like like it was just so new to me you know and um from that day on a- after I realized that that was a baptism of the holy spirit from that day on my life changed 100% like that's when God became real to me and that's when like when I read the bible like it was like like God speaking to me and it was like I was understanding it And that's when I would hear Holy Spirit say something, and then I would go do it, you know? And it was more Spirit-led instead of this
0: is what believers do. Um, Uh, I want to jump in here really quick. Yeah. Because this is all good stuff. I want to break this down a little bit for the listeners that are like, okay, wait, hold on. So you're saying that Damien was in church, and he was just in the back praying, you know, singing songs, worshiping God. And then, all of a sudden, he started crying, <laughs> and he couldn't talk okay, yeah. that sounds weird yeah totally um so what's happening is the Bible talks about you know when you confess your sins, you give your life to Christ, but then there's this experience that will happen, it could be referred to as the baptism, it could be referred to as the uh, the upon experience, the Holy Spirit will uh come upon you or baptize you, and what happens is um, when you give your life to Christ for the first time, you say, "God, forgive me of my sins. I'm a sinner," and you repent, which means just means a change of direction of what you're going. God automatically implants the Holy Spirit in you. Yeah. But there's a different encounter that happens when you receive the power, yeah. the the upon experience or the baptism, and that's basically like the supercharge that 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 gets you activated and going and we see it scripturally through the Bible in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Of when the, the disciples, Jesus breathed on them, and they received the Holy spirit, yeah. but Peter failed and denied Jesus. He didn't have the power. And then Jesus says, don't start your ministry. Don't start, go tearing it up for me until you receive the upon experience, yeah, Acts 1 yeah. 8. So, what happened to this is exactly what happened to him. He's yeah. there and he received the upon, and it just came out of nowhere. I don't know. Well, in worship, but yeah. just out of nowhere. Yeah.
1: It wasn't like there was a message about it. Yeah. It was just, it just happened. I was just awesome. worshiping
0: Jesus and it happened. So, yeah. wait, I want to clarify one more thing. Yeah. So, what happens is, and you'll know when you get it yeah. is when you get this, when God and you, and, and it will continue to happen throughout your life no, totally. frequently. It's not no. like a once a year thing. No. You could be singing or worshiping or in your car praying or whatever. <laughs> no. And it'll just happen yeah. where that crying, it's like the love of God. You can't explain no. it. And this is what separates religion, all the religions and all other gods from God of the universe. And this yeah. is how you know that, you know. Yeah. That Jesus is real, yeah it 's not religion, and and literally you 're so overwhelmed with love that tears come out, and you 're not sad, yeah like why are you crying <laughs> I mean I would be this I think this is suitable for this conversation, yeah. so when I used to do shine at Cachopo Costa Mesa, Jay Adams used to come, yeah because he you know he was a yeah. Christian, he became a Christian, and i 'd be sitting next to him and and he actually gave, he gave his life to God from uh, listening to a radio, and my dad led him to the Lord in, in jail so through the radio. Yeah. Listening. Yeah. But I would, so Jay Adams started coming to the church, and I remember me and him would be sitting there in church before I'd go up and speak, yeah. and we were right next to each other, and I look over, and dude, he's just ball <laughs> yeah. like, tears are just running down his face. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this is so gnarly. Like, this yeah. is Jay Adams, one of the gnarliest yes. dudes, and the love of God so is just good. upon him. And then he passed away about, three months later down there. Yeah. But God was just preparing them and working with them. And I remember he looked over at me crying and he's yeah. just like I'm getting all choked up thinking about it. He's just like he's like he's like God's so good. He's just crying. Yes. I just yes. remember going. Oh man. Dude, this is such a gnarly little moment. I, I just like just looking yeah. in his eyes so genuine like like he's just like confirming like Jesus yeah. like, Jesus is real. Yeah. Totally. And anyway, but that's that's
1: Dude, I, I have to have those moments like daily. You know, I I need to be in God's presence and and feel him like in the room with me like every day. You know, like that's how my days have to go because I can't go on without him. I don't want to I don't want to go and start my day. I don't want to go and do anything until like I just spend time with Jesus and he just breaks all the crap off of me. Yep. And and it's just me and him in the room. Mm -hmm. My family's outside. You know, it's just me (laughs) and him in the room. And. I don't want to move until I feel them. I don't want to do anything until I hear them. And and then I just go and do my day. And then I do my day with that same mindset. You know, I I, I just do my day just um, like in my mind, I'm praying. And I'm not saying I'm praying without ceasing, but in my mind, I'm praying so much in the daytime, just praying, just hanging out with Jesus as I walk around. And, it's a com-
0: but prayer is just like a conversation, yeah, right? Just yeah, talking to God. Yeah. When, when you get th- random thoughts.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so, so like, I, I need those, like, I, I need him to just just remind me because it's easy for me to forget that he's there. It's easy for me to just go and get busy and forget about God throughout the day and just waste the day, you know? Because, um, oh, man, we'll talk about later on just, just um, God when he's upon you and the authority that you carry. You know, and and how you can just change the atmosphere everywhere that you Mm -hmm. go. We'll get into that later. Absolutely. Yeah. And and um, so yeah. So that night at Calvary Chapel, Tustin, um, when 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 I it was the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Like I said, that day changed my life forever. You know, because and it changed everything about my life. Um, I just remember going back to work the next day, and that was different. You know, like, it was just no longer about fixing cars and getting paid. It was about the people around me. You know, like, like it was just about um, just praying for them, loving them, and wanting to see them give their lives to Jesus. And it was was crazy because this is all new to me. At that time, I would go to work, and I just, like, this is going to sound crazy, but I would go to work, and this was just after— that night i would go to work and um and i would just feel these feelings that were i couldn't explain it at the time but it was terrible it was mm-hmm. terrible i'd just be at work thinking i'm about to work on this car and then all of a sudden i'm worried about this and this i'm in fear about this and this and then i just get all these like emotions and feelings that were like like just the worst thing i could imagine mm-hmm. like i don't know what it was but it was just terrible and I'm just like, God, what is this? Like, what is this? You know, mm-hmm. like, I start putting on, I put on my like a message, something that's in, gonna encourage me. I put on worship music. Nothing's getting rid of it. And I'm just like, what the heck is this? You know, and um, and I, I'm just praying. I'm sending messages to a couple of my best friends. Hey, I don't know what's happening. Just pray for me right now. And um, and dude, it went on for like four hours. You know, the same feeling went on for four hours. A bunch of feelings. I had to walk outside of the shop. And Just like pray because, like, I wanted to yell Jesus' name in the shop. There's 120 technicians in there, and I just wanted to yell Jesus' name, like, like, well, What the heck is this? You know, hold that thought. Yeah,
0: we're gonna go to break. Oh, yeah, we're gonna make the listeners wait for this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got Zayo1 in studio. Zay, oh, Zay, Z A O O N E yeah. on Instagram. Check out his art, it's legit. Um, you probably, a lot of you guys have seen this stuff actually it's off the side of the the road, just driving through certain cool uh, spots down in Santa Ana, LA, uh, different parts of the United States as well. Um, check that out. Also, don't forget to, uh, go get, grab the kill the noise book, uh, funny meaning above the madness. It's my book. I dropped during the pandemic. It's a faith building tool that will inspire you. It will disciple you. It will teach you. And it will literally lead people to the Lord. So use it as a tool to uh, give to people. We'll be uh, back right after the break in two minutes. Peace. More of the Ryan Reese show coming up. Post your questions at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. Now back, back to the Ryan Reese show. (laughs) all right we're back uh from the break i have my boy Zayo one in studio i'm gonna i'm gonna just uh, spell this name out so you can find him on instagram i want you to check him out uh he's a sick street artist is what you're considered i mean you do many things you're a skater artist you do a lot of cool stuff you build bikes you have a sick motorcycle still right you still got that bike yeah and then uh, bugs you build bugs too Yep, seen that too and you got a sick mini ramp in your backyard i do that thing we're skating it this week with Manifest since he's in town. Yes, I cannot wait. I'm about to. I want to build one in my garage, like a little mini. Oh uh, yeah, those are fun. Uh, uh, OC ramps. They have yeah. those little those little ones, yeah. and I thought my girls can learn on it too. My son. Yeah. Just a good little, little little setup. I don't know if it's a two foot or a three foot. I think they have both. Yeah, I don't know which one to do yet. I'm going to just get your three foot and, and take it from yeah. there. Yeah. But anyway, all right. Hey, well, you know what? The listeners are probably all freaking out because we left them hanging. <laughs> yeah uh you're working you're working at the mercedes dealer right before the break and all of a sudden you're getting all these thoughts and you're getting all these emotions like bad bad stuff not good ones and you literally want to yell at this Mm -hmm. point and be like what but what were you gonna say out loud
1: i was just wanted to yell jesus name because i didn't understand what's happening you know i I didn't know I, i yeah so then i walked outside you know because i didn't know what to do and i just stayed outside like in the the, the little lunch area or where people went to smoke i just went over there and um i'm and just walking around and just, and just praying and just praying and just praying and just praying because i didn't want these thoughts like they were loud you know and um and after like 10 minutes outside it, it stopped and i was just like what the heck was that you know and i walked back into the shop and get back under the car start working again and it just all came again and i was like what the heck is happening you know yeah. And so for a while, and then I went back outside praying, 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 praying. It stops. And then this is the crazy part because I walk back in to the shop again. I get like 15 feet in and I start crying. And I'm like, dude, what is happening to me? You know? So I go back outside. And when I went back outside and I'm praying, this is like, I was just like, God, what is this? And I felt so clearly, I don't hear it out loud. It wasn't I heard God's voice. I just felt God say to me, like, Damon, why do you always make things about yourself? And I'm just like, God, what do you mean? You know, and like, so all these feelings that were coming at me, I was just, of course, we can all like, uh, we all have struggles, and we all have stuff that's that just that's going on in our life that makes us feel certain ways you know so all those feelings that were coming in feeling like a failure feeling like whatever the feelings were I was making about myself and relating to them in certain areas of my life and then God was trying to talk to me about someone that he wanted me to pray for Mm. you know and I'm just like God what do you mean And he says this isn't about you you know And and he says this is about and he says the guy's name he shows me and he works with me and I'm just like what am I supposed to do you know like like so then I go back to my area and I just start praying for him, for that kid, instead of for me. And uh, I say, "Kid," but he's, we were probably in our twenties. Yeah. Um, Kids, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and so I just started praying for him. Anytime these feelings came in, I just started praying for him. And um, and there was there was peace there, but that wasn't it. You know, like it was like God was showing me something about this person, not so that I could fix him or not so that I could say. To other people, this is what he struggles with, mm-hmm. but so that I know what he's feeling, so mm-hmm. I know how to pray for him, so cool. I know how to fight for him, I know how to intercede for him, and this is all brand new to me. This was like, like next day, you know. So, so like, the
0: Bible, so for people listening, the Bible calls these words of knowledge. Yeah, yeah. God will uh, when you have the Holy Spirit, He illuminates your mind, and you're connected to God because you have the Holy Spirit is God's Spirit in you, and you're able to. He God gives downloads. Yeah, basically, yeah. and He give you a download on this guy. Totally did, mm. but the see, so this is the crazy
1: part. I learned this later on. He showed me everything that was wrong with his life, mm-hmm. you know, and that's like, that's that's that, that's good because I know how to fight for him. I know how to pray for him. Mm. But then you have to take it deeper and say, God, but what are you doing right in his life? You know, and then when God shows you that, that's what you get to speak into his life. You don't talk about the stuff he struggles with. Right. You can, you can pray for that. You could talk to him about yeah. it, but then there's more you know, like you got, you say, God, what are you doing in his life? Show me what you're doing so I can speak that into him. Yeah. And, um, so anyways.
0: Blessings over him. Yeah. Speak yeah. blessings over yeah. him. Encouragement.
1: And totally. And so, um, uh, I'm feeling all these things. I'm praying for him. Mm-hmm. I see him later. He walks by my stall and he's like, like, cause we're, we're homies, you yeah, know? Yeah. And, um, and he just asked me how I'm doing. I'm like, dude, I need to talk to you later. And he's like, he could tell, like, I've like i been like, something's wrong with me, you know? Like, yeah. he could tell, like, because like I said, I was crying too. And um, and then, like, he's like, do you want to go talk right now? I'm like, no, let's just talk after work, you know? So 5 o'clock, I was praying for him the rest of the day because right if I wasn't praying for him, I was feeling the stuff that was attacking him, mm-hmm. and it wasn't good, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, I went over to him five o'clock after we clocked out and I'm like hey dude I need to talk to you and he's like yeah what's up and I just I didn't know what to do like this is all new to me so I just explained everything from eight o'clock to twelve o'clock you know like every feeling that I felt everything that I tried to do everything how I tried to fix these feelings I just was just just saying everything to him and then how I walked outside came back in walked outside came back in and then And then when he said, when God said, like, why do you make it about yourself? And I said, God, who is this then? Who is this? And I said, Dan, he told me it was you. And then he told me, he said, everything that you just explained Mm -hmm. that you're feeling, he says, that's how I feel every day for the last three years of my life. And I'm just like, holy crap, dude. I was like, this is why, like, this is why Jesus came so we don't have to deal with this crap. Right. You know, and I just got to share Jesus with them. I didn't feel to lead them in a prayer. I didn't feel to, to just, just, he's a believer now, Yeah. you know, but I didn't feel to, to pray with him right then and there or to lead him to Jesus right then and there. Um, But I just explained how he felt the last three years of his life. So I knew God was doing something, you know? And so, so that was the first day. Second day comes and this was only at work. I leave work and I'm not hearing that. I'm not feeling it. I'm just like, it's just kind of normal, you know? Mm -hmm. But dude, for eight months, every day, I felt that. And, after the first, whatever, couple of weeks, I start learning, okay, this isn't about me. The first, hour, first time was four hours I made it about myself. Second time was two hours I made it about myself. Third time just became less and less. Okay, I'm like, okay, God, this is you. Like, who is feeling like this so I can go pray with them or I can pray for them? There's 120 guys in there, and every day he would show me who he's talking about. And I'm just like, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yes. That's so, amazing. And so I would get, to, I wouldn't wait till five o'clock anymore. Yeah. I would just go straight to that person and be like, Hey dude, can I talk to you right now?
0: Yeah.
1: And I mean, there's times where I'm telling what I'm feeling. God showed me this was you. And then I'm just telling them about Jesus. And then there's times when there's 120 technicians, five shot foremen walking around and porn everywhere because that just comes with those people. Yeah. And, And then there's a couple of guys in the middle of the shop crying, you know, and and where people are walking by saying, what's happening here? You know, and then they're like, never mind. I don't want to know, you know, but but like like that was that became my job. Now, God is always going to be my provider. I didn't have to try to make money then. I just went there to love on these people, to be there for whatever God needs me to do. I didn't get to speak to 120 technicians. I got to speak to a lot of them, Mm -hmm. but it was no longer I'm gonna go talk to this guy. It's when Holy Spirit says, "Okay, now go share with him." Yeah. If he didn't say that, I would just pray for them. Yeah. You know, because yeah, yeah. there's a lot that weren't ready to hear. I don't know. You know. Yeah. No. But we went through all 120 guys, and he was showing me what was they were struggling with, but he was also showing me how he's working there and what he's doing there. And I got to worship because I'm trying to think. There was maybe one other Christian there out of 120 guys, and I knew all of them, so there was, like, maybe one other Christian there, so I got to worship Jesus, and this was amazing, because when God showed me this, he said, I got to worship God for what he was doing in their life, because they weren't worshiping God, you know, and it was like, like, there was a time where I'm just, like, I would look at all these people, I'm like, God, what am I supposed to be, here? like, what am I supposed to do, I can't do this, you know, and then he would just tell me, just pray for them, just pray for them, and so, Like, I just remember one time as I'm praying this, as I'm praying this, like, God, like, I can't, like, like, these people, they don't know you, God. They're so lost. They're so lost. What am I supposed to do? Mm. And as I said that, like, I'm not even kidding. As I'm talking to Jesus and praying this, these people are so lost. They're so far from you, God. Like, what am I supposed to do here? The guy, like, as I'm walking through the shop, the guy that I walked by, he sarcastically quoted a Bible verse at me. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm just like, what the heck was that? <laughs> you know? And then God showed me. He's like, they do know about they me. They do know. They just don't want me. Uh huh. And then my heart broke for Jesus uh-huh. because everything that he's done for us. Yeah. And he's got people just spitting in his face after how much he's done for us and how much he loves for us daily. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're just spinning face. And now it's just like, that changed so much for me because then it was just like, I get to worship you, Jesus, for them, for what you're doing because he's doing a lot there. Anyways. I was there for ten years. Um,
0: oh, we have fifteen minutes left too. Dang, I know it goes smokes. it goes fast. It's all good. We, I I could have you back on another I'm show. To think. I'll try to. Think. Okay. Well, okay. So go for it.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, um, <laughs> time flies when you are having yeah. fun, right? So, so um, one of those times that I'm just praying, working on cars, God just again shares with me like that. Hey, you're gonna. Travel the world, you're going to paint murals, and you're going to talk about me on the streets. Sounds good. And I'm just like, God. I don't know how that's a job, but thank you, Jesus. Yeah. You know, and I didn't want that to take, I didn't want, like, that wasn't for, for me to take my eyes off of him and try to make it happen. It was just, he was just showing me, hey, this is where I'm going to take you. You know, I don't need your help to get there, but this is where I'm going to take you. And after I left there, I hurt my back. I had to leave Mercedes. And I just fell in love with painting again. I was on disability because I couldn't work. My back was hurt. I hurt my back outside of work, just playing with the kids. And um, I just fell in love with painting again. I started making money at painting. And um, gosh, there's so much.
0: There's so much here. Um, So I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, Going back to the power and authority of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about this because, you know, What God was doing is – see, we're all here on planet earth for a reason. We all have a call and and, and, and art and skateboarding is the the avenue or the vehicle that God uses for you. And you are a mechanic. You learn how to build cars from a young age. So God uses you in these gifts and these talents, and places you in certain places, just like He uses all of us yeah. in in different places. I have yeah. a voice, so God yeah. uses me as a voice, totally to to totally to talk about yeah. Him and to, to to educate people and and to encourage people, inspire people to go after a relationship with Him. Yeah. But what's rad is that when you do have the Holy Spirit inside of you you do walk in power and authority. And yeah. I do want to bring up a verse and, and you could kind of break it down. But what was going on is the Bible talks about in Ephesians six, I've quoted this over and over and over because it's the supernatural, yeah. um, that it's the unseen world. It's like, we have the super. we have fallen angels mm-hmm. that, you know, that are demons yep. that people call them as ghosts or their sleep paralysis where they're held down and choked yeah. out yeah. in their bed or they see these black shadows. Those are demonic totally. entities. They're demons. Yeah. So basically what's happens is when you don't have a connection with God, you base, if you're not for God, Jesus says if you're not for me, you're against me. So you might not be like, I hate Jesus. I hate God. Yeah. That, that you might just be like, I don't hate him or anything to do with them. But if you're not living for him, you're against them basically. Yeah. yeah. So you don't necessarily have to be like a devil worshipper. You can just be a guy, <laughs> totally. a nice, good guy that yeah. actually serves food to the homeless yeah. And, yeah. and gives billions of dollars away to help the the greater good of the earth. Yeah. But if you don't want anything to do with God, you're against God. Yeah, okay? crazy. That's yeah. how crazy it is. Yeah, but there is a supernatural realm. They're called demons, fallen yeah. angels, and they have access to you. And the things that you open yourself up to totally. in your life. Pornography, drugs, alcohol, cheating, just just sin. These doors, they open up doorways for these entities to come and have an influence in your life. The mainstream says addiction. The Bible says strongholds are footholds. Yeah. So we don't know about this guy that you're talking about or just listeners yeah. at abroad. At but what happens is people may deal, be dealing with these things. It's because there's a supernatural yeah. presence yeah. that's invading your life. Not that you have a demon inside of you. But you have this presence around you. It changes the atmosphere. And Ephesians 6 says, We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities of darkness, of the unseen world. Satan is the prince of the world, whether you like it or not. So he has access. He has the keys to this earth, and he can do what he wants on this earth. But greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Greater is Jesus Christ that's in us and the power of the Holy Spirit in us than he, Satan, that's of the world. So when you're in that place, this guy's dealing with this stuff, God's giving you insight, illuminating your mind to yeah. pray and talk about the power and the authority that we walk in in Christ, that it's almost like when we pray for people, it's like shooting missiles in the spiritual realm and we're bombing the enemy. Yeah. Break that down. Totally. About yeah. this for power sure. authority.
1: So, I mean, I could understand why people commit suicide after feeling these feelings. Absolutely. You know, I could understand it. If I dealt with that every day and I didn't have God, like holy crap, that was the worst, you know? Yes. And there's just lies and lies coming in that the enemy is speaking. And if you don't take every thought captive, you start believing these lies, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, uh, this is a pretty rad story to explain just the authority is I I had a Thursday night open one time. I used to go to Thursday night Bible studies, but I had a Thursday night open one time where I haven't been to these Bible studies in a while. You know, just kids. I I have three kids now, so it's hard to have free nights open. But anyways, it was a Thursday night. My family was out, and I wanted to skateboard. But I also wanted to go to this Bible study. And I'm just like, God, I don't know what to do. Like, me, I want to go skateboarding. Mm -hmm. And then, but I feel like I need to, religions, like, go to Bible study. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, God, what do I do? And then God says, just go skate in Santa Ana. And I was just like, okay, rad. So I went skating in Santa Ana. And I didn't know what God wanted to do. But I just went skating. And I was visiting all the spots I was skating in the 90s. And as I was going, I was praying because, I mean, that's my job now is to be on the streets praying and talking to people. So I was just going and praying and just knowing that Holy Spirit lives inside of me. I get to go to every building and release God and the enemy has to run because we carry this authority. We have this power and we have this authority. When you give your life to Jesus and Holy Spirit lives inside of you, you have the authority to change the atmosphere anywhere you go. So knowing that, why would we not? So, every place that I go, I step into it, I release god 's presence, and I just start interceding for the place. Sometimes Holy Spirit says, "Speak to these people sometimes he doesn 't you know and I just know that 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 we change the atmosphere when I paint murals, it changes the atmosphere because so much worship and prayer goes into each design that it 's on this wall. People are going to walk by this mural in the future and they 're going to experience god they 're going to experience the Holy Spirit because of how much prayer and worship went into that, and so I, I, like we we get to intercede and fight for these people, you know, so I just skate around and, and I just I, I just see these people, God shows me what's going on, and I just get to intercede and fight for them and while I'm praying for them, so this is a job as a Christian as a, I could be at work and just be working. I could be at work and just be working, and there's hundreds of people around me, and nothing's changing, and they're all struggling, they're all in bondage. They, Some of them don't know. Most of them don't know Jesus. So they all are just 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 in this just, just in, in their life just isn't amazing, you know, and I could be at work just getting stuff built or painting something. This is when I had a job and um, and just just almost like nothing happens or I can go to work and be communicating with Jesus in my mind, just praying and interceding. And God showed me that it only takes one person to just be in communication with me for my will to be done in that room. So I can go to work and just start praying and just worshiping Jesus inside of my head, and people around me are being set free because like, the enemy has to run. When I'm there. Not Damon, Holy Spirit. Yeah. I represent Jesus Because now.
0: we in, we have the Holy Spirit in us, so wherever we go, he is with us. Yes, and yep.
1: we take him. Yep. And, and we take everything that comes with him. Exactly. All that power. All bring that heaven authority. with him. Yep. Yeah, the kingdom of God lives in us, and we get everywhere that we like step. That. Yeah. Everywhere that we step, we're taking back what was God's and what the enemy has stolen, including people. That's the most important part. And so I get to see people set free daily, like daily, just by... Us being in the room and interceding, I see people set free daily. Physically, mentally, spiritually. Like, that's that's our job is to walk in the room, just be praying, loving people, obeying the Holy Spirit. It's scary, but you take the risk because I have so many stories. It's ridiculous. You take the risk, and you see people being set free. And sometimes you get to lead them to Jesus. That's the most important part, you know? Like Like, this is my life. My life is on the streets. God takes me around because of murals, but my life is on the streets, for, praying for people, loving people, seeing them set free, and leading them to Jesus. And I've seen so many. Like, there's people that are, like, cussing and yelling, and God says, go pray for them. Oh, I don't want to do that. That's scary. That's crazy. You know, but when, when you obey and you go do it and you see the difference in those people after you just shared Jesus with them, like... Like there's nothing else you want to
0: do, yep, they light up, yeah, and like you get, and you see something like there's a connection
1: yeah it, it's it's just the love of God, and it's the power of God, and we carry that, we carry that power, we carry that authority to change anything, anything to get i mean we all are in bondage, we all struggle, yeah, but there's freedom yeah, and who the like who the son sets free is free,
0: mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I want to jump in here too, uh yeah, we, we are as believers in Christ. We know that we're sinners. It's not, we're, we don't have it all figured out. We're not yeah. perfect. But the work of the enemy, Satan, what God does is he comes against it and dismantles it yeah. in our life. And he breaks through the strongholds or the footholds or the addiction, whatever you want to call them. And he, and he, and he brings clarity. He lifts the depression, the anxiety the, the crazy thoughts, you know, you know, you're on tour as Tom made up that, that saying, the, the life Fi. yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. I, have you
0: met Tom yet? Yeah. Okay. I like yeah. a crazy Tom, uh, the life fi cause you know, Satan's called, the the, the, the liar, uh-huh. right. that's one of his names and, and we can't believe everything we think because yeah. Satan likes to put totally. all these lies in, but we connect to the most high fi, which God is the most high yeah. God. Yeah. And through that connection, through a relationship and through the reading the Bible, he downloads the thoughts that he, the, the truth, the truth, because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He will download the truth, and he will literally um, transform your life. Just basically, what happened with you in that church? Yeah, you you gave your life to God, and then one day, in His timing, he just he downloaded the, the Holy Spirit totally. in, in power form, and then there was a shift, and it wasn't anything that you were asking for that night, yeah. but just in a relationship because the father gives good gifts, totally. you know, and if you, and, and even the Bible says, if you ask, is the father going to give you, uh, if you're hungry, he's going to give you a scorpion. <laughs> and he's going to give you bread. And the, yeah. and God is a loving father in heaven. And he oversees us. We are just children. And as we go after him, when he asks, we have not because we ask not. Yeah. So we have to ask God, God prove that you're real. God, I want to have a relationship if you exist. Yeah. Um, Forgive me, transform me, enable me, use me, open doors, bring my wife, bring my husband, bring a job, career, like bless my kids, bless my wife, you know, um, help me with all my insecurities or, or maybe this mental illness or, or, or these thoughts I'm hearing or, uh, you know, this fear I keep hearing, he he will deliver Totally. if you mean it, you're not a poser. Yeah. Yeah. If you mean it. And you're truthful, and he knows yeah. your heart. Yeah. Lip service is just a bunch of posers. But if you really mean it, he is just and faithful yeah. to do what he says because he never changes. He's totally. the same yesterday, today, and forever.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, we have three minutes. Do you have any last words?
1: Man, no. Yeah, I do, but...
0: How do you want to... Okay, I got it. How do you want to encourage people? What, what What's the takeaway? Uh, what would you like people to take away? Uh, yeah. Or what would you like... How would you like to encourage yeah, the, the God, listeners right now? They're like yeah.
1: I, I I most of it is I mean, you have not because you ask not. Talk to Jesus. Let him know what you want. Let him know what you're what you're doing. God loves hearing your voice. He loves hearing your voice. You know, like and and don't settle for less. Don't settle for less. Like God has so much in store for you. There's a purpose, there's an identity on your life. Be yourself. Don't try to be me. Don't try to be Ryan. Mm-hmm. Be yourself. There's such an amazing purpose on your life, and we need that. The body needs that as a church. So just just find out who you are. Hang out with Jesus. Alone time with Jesus. Worship Him, and He just has a purpose and a calling
0: for you. One hundred percent. I like what you said. Just be yourself, because you know that's the whole thing. Is you know that's what I love about you know like being like when you create stuff or people that are you know there's a lot of posers out there, but there's also like when you look at different bands and, 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 and artists and stuff, it, there's, there's ones that, that yeah. just stand apart and they're unique. Yeah. And that's, those are the ones that you're drawn yeah. to It's because they're individuals. They're not just posing to be something or looking like someone else. And, and, uh, Jesus has created all, all of us uniquely, so uniquely that there's only one of your thumbprints yeah. Yeah. ever. Yeah. And even like when he talks about, even, you know, when he created like the, the snowflakes. Mm-hmm. There's no same so crazy. F- snowflake. Imagine yeah. that. So crazy. like he's the, the ultimate creator and he created us all uniquely for a plan yeah. and a purpose uniquely. Yeah. And once you find out what you're created for, yeah. that's when you know who you are yeah. and your identities in Christ. Yeah. And that's when you have that peace. And yeah. that's when you have that, you feel secure. That's when you, um, what are the other things that come along? Confidence, uh, peace yeah hope joy, joy. love yeah self-control yeah. Uh, you know yeah. all the good fruits of the spirit yeah. you can read that also in ephesians but thank you for being on the show man It yeah. is awesome check out Zao one on instagram zay z-a-o-o-n-o-o-n-e what did i mess up <laughs> z-a-o-o-n-e-e Oh yeah i spilt it duh <laughs> you know. Hey, I'm trying to write your name in the middle of a show. I can't, do, I can't multitask. Yeah. All right, hey, book us, the Whosoever's. Book Damon. He'll come out with us. Yes. Uh, he's been on some tours, do some live art, check out his stuff, get the Kill book. Um, all these things that we've talked to, I wrote the Kill the Noise book. It's a, it's a discipleship faith-building tool. I have a chapter called Identity Crisis, yeah. and it's all about identity in Christ. All the different chapters, crossroads. Maybe you're at a crossroads in your life, and you need to change it all up crossroads yeah. chapter two so good it's all there to get you on fire for god and live in living the dream basically that's what it comes down to live the dream yes, yes. all right man love you guys thanks for being on uh, thank you well let's we'll, you. we'll get your mini ramp let's go this week let's go This has been The Ryan Reese Show. To connect and find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for The Ryan Reese Show. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. With Theology and Apologetics Podcast. We hope to better equip you to be salt and light for your community. Uh, we hope that we can help you to go out and be a reflection of Jesus Christ to those around you, uh, to your friends and your family, and to, especially to those that do not know Christ. To
1: find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.